Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In this episode, the psychological phenomenon of pareidolia, or the tendency to recognize faces in random shapes or patterns or noise. If you post your photographs on social media very often, you've no doubt experienced comments from people saying they see a human face or other recognizable shape where none should exist in your images. It happens to me several times a year. I had this experience recently when a lot of people, both online and in person, identified spooky faces in a photograph of the windows of an old church that now serves as the home to a Salem Witch Museum. In this case, I wonder how much the context matters. In other words, are people seeing spooky faces in the window glass because they know it's a witch museum? Often, I don't even recognize these images in my own photographs until someone else points them out. What people are experiencing is the phenomenon known as pareidolia. Pareidolia is the tendency of the human mind to recognize something familiar like a human face or other identifiable figure in random patterns, shapes, or noise where no face should exist. For a more official definition, let's turn to Merriam-Webster, which says this, quote, The tendency to perceive a specific, often meaningful image in a random or ambiguous visual pattern, unquote. By the way, the citation for that quote and all the sources I refer to in this episode can be found in the podcast description or at my blog, iCatchShadows.com. Search the word pareidolia to find the blog post. Wikipedia says pareidolia is the tendency for incorrect perception of stimulus such as an object, pattern, or meaning known to the observer, such as seeing shapes in clouds, seeing faces in inanimate objects or abstract patterns, or hearing hidden messages in music. Pareidolia can be considered a subcategory of apophenia. According to the Live Science website, the word pareidolia comes from the Greek root words para, meaning something wrong or instead of, and the noun ideoan, meaning image, form, or shape. Pareidolia is a type of apophenia, which is a more generalized term for seeing patterns in random data. As I mentioned before, we've all seen familiar shapes in clouds or in rock patterns. In fact, here in Tennessee, we have a state park named Frozen Head, which I kind of in my fervent imagination thought might be relating to some kind of a grisly crime scene in the past or something. But actually, it refers to a mountainside with a prominent cliff face that very much looks like a human profile. In Utah, there is a rock formation called the Mexican Hat, which looks vaguely like the hat on top of a stone tower. Probably the most common case of pareidolia in the Western world is seeing the face of the man in the moon. But in Japan, they see an entirely different thing. They see a rabbit making mochi, which is lucky rice cakes. Once that celestial rabbit was pointed out to me, I could see him too, with long ears curled back over his body. However, if you perform a web search for a rabbit on the moon, you'll find many interpretations of that image. Apparently, there are many different rabbits on the moon. As I said, I get quite a few comments on certain photographs from people online or in person who see faces in tree trunks or in rock patterns or in windows of architectural photographs or things like that. But of course, it doesn't have to be a photograph for pareidolia to take place. Giuseppe Arsimboldo was an Italian Renaissance artist who painted portraits of men 
in ornate modes of dress, but they weren't paintings of men at all. Instead, paintings of fruits and vegetables placed strategically to resemble human faces. His famous portrait, Rudolph II, Holy Roman Emperor, painted as Vertumnus, the Roman god of the seasons, uses a pear for a nose, apples for cheeks, and pea pods for eyelids. But yet, it's recognizable as a human. If you've ever seen something familiar in a Rorschach inkblot test, you've experienced pareidolia. There's a famous photograph of a rock formation on Mars that looks very much like a human face. It's an effect of shadows on the rocks. And if you see the same formation with the sun hitting the rocks from a different position, the face completely goes away. There have been a lot of news stories where people see a face in something like a tortilla or a tree stump. In Tennessee, someone found the face of Mother Teresa in a cinnamon roll. There was another story of seeing the Virgin Mary in a slice of toast. But what causes pareidolia? The Life Science website cites a study in Finland that found that people who are religious or believe strongly in the supernatural are more likely to see faces in lifeless objects and landscapes. The same Life Science article said that pareidolia may have evolved as a survival tool, and I'm quoting, Carl Sagan, the American cosmologist and author, made the case that pareidolia was a survival tool. In his 1995 book, The Demon Haunted World, Science as a Candle in the Dark, he argued that the ability to recognize faces from a distance or in poor visibility was an important survival technique. While this instinct enables humans to instantly judge whether an oncoming person is a friend or foe, Sagan noted that it could result in some misinterpretation of random images or patterns of light and shade as being faces. End quote. A Wikipedia article about pareidolia includes a circle with three short horizontal lines inside of it. Not only does this most basic symbol look like a human face, we can even interpret a mood or emotion from it. Hannah Margaret Allen wrote on an article on the website in Verse that pareidolia results from two very important neurological reasons. First, because our brains are designed for massive amounts of parallel processing, which allows us to quickly identify patterns. The second reason is that our perception is an active constructive process, meaning that we identify a pattern and quickly reference it to a large catalog in our minds, allowing us to assign a match to familiar objects very quickly. So while most likely pareidolia developed in us as a survival tool, it was once considered by psychologists to be a mental illness. Nowadays, we're training everything from computers to digital cameras to CCTVs to recognize human faces. And computers, just like humans, experience pareidolia. They often identify false positives, seeing human faces in places where none actually exist. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Be sure to go see examples and links to sources on my blog at iCatShadows.com. If you like this podcast, please subscribe to get future episodes. And if you have an idea for a photography-related podcast, email me from the blog or say hello on Instagram. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.